Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi everybody, Russ from My Hammers 11. Hope you're safe and well. If you're new channel, please consider subscribing, hitting that bell icon and be made aware of any time we put new content on. We'll keep you going during this weird off-season where we've had no football, then we had a, a, a mad rush of 90-odd games and now we've got nothing until mid-September. But it doesn't matter. My Hammers 11 is still going on. Loads of great guests, including today's guest. She is, well, to date, the longest-serving West Ham woman player um, in history. 350-odd uh, appearances, England international. It's Claire Lacey. Hi, Claire. How are you? Hi, little introduction. Right, thank you. Nice little introduction. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to um, be boastful and say I'm an England international and I've had all these caps like so many I mean it was um yeah it was brilliant it was one cap um away in Portugal and yeah a couple of seasons couple of years with the England set up and yeah that was fantastic so that's just a little bit of a a nice memorabilia many people even played one game clear so it's like you know what i mean it's like it doesn't yeah i just find that absolutely awesome that you know we've we've got another international albeit one doesn't matter don't don't care you know you've you crossed that line in the yeah. england shirt isn't it same as a lot of yeah. people who don't play very often for west ham they've worn no. a west ham shirt and they'll always be members of west ham shirt and you'll always be an england international um how are you how's how's this weird world we live in now for you yeah, it's um it's really strange at the moment, but um I'm working from home at the yeah. moment, so I'm fortunate enough to do that and that's great because I'm safe. There's many people that are clearly out there on, on the front line and that's that's tough at the moment and things are getting better but then, you know, um things are still you know, tough mm-hmm. and, and slow moving at the minute with with progress of um, everything coming back to normality, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'm well, thank goodness. Family's well, so that's good. That's yeah, um, been yeah, it's been it's been crazy because there's been so many games and you, you know we've we've missed it and we've watched loads and then all of a sudden there's no no games. Although 
I've switched the one off yeah, tonight. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Still, still nil nil. Still nil nil. By the yeah. way, we're watching this in the championship. I, I've, it's absolutely crap yeah. scheduling by me, but it doesn't matter. And and, we're, and it's nil nil. So I'm going to keep 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 Claire up to date. <laughs> so she yeah. doesn't worry. But uh, yeah. but yeah, no, it's um, and that could make and that game actually thinking about it could make a big difference in terms of what of our transfer yeah. policy for this year because oh, obviously yeah, we want to nick the couple of Brentford boys and uh, yeah yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But yeah, I, you're right. As long as everyone's got their health and everyone's safe and well, as you said, things. Yeah. And as you said, with so much football, it was just mental. And it's like, isn't it like the Champions League soon? It's like, it's like next yeah, weekend. It's just like, I just find this whole thing bizarre. It's like, yeah. you know, I, I remember like during that sort of weird where you had like three or four games, you'd look, you'd, you'd finish work and you're like, oh crap, we've got a six o'clock kickoff. You know, it's like, know. it was so I weird. That I just couldn't get my head yeah. around it. Yeah. And I just imagine, I think, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, come sort of September, but I think that'll be the same for at least a few weeks. There'll be that yeah. before they. I don't know. Who knows what's going to yeah, happen? What's going to happen if we can go? And you know, yeah. we've all, you know, me and my family go, uh, and there's a row of sort of seven of us, and and it's like, are they going to let us all go together because we're in our bubble? Our bubble, uh, yeah. You, know, or, you would think or, so, wouldn't you? You, you would know. think so because I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it. It's the same as like you know, theatres and things like that. I don't know, you know, because you, you think you can't do one spot and then and then two metres and that, because like no, as you said, for you lot... And the row in front as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right there. I did try and figure out the other day when we was there uh, for the... No, it wasn't the Villa game, it was the one, it was the Watford game. We had a bit of spare time, so we tried sort of pacing it out. And you can obviously, London Stadium is quite good to social distance because it's quite mm. a big stadium. Doing it the old girl, we wouldn't have had a chance because no, it's like no. every, you know, trying no. to trying to get that district line or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah I, we'll wait and see. I mean, no one really knows what's going on. No one's going to go on with the company, the country rather. Um, you know, the rates getting well, up a little bit. We bought so. our tickets, so we're we're hoping that we might get to see one or two games, or if it's every other, you know, yeah. then great. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a weird time we're living, but at least we're in the Premier League next yeah. year. I know. That's it. I mean, you know, end of the day, that's like the massive relief. Um, yeah. And you know, typical West Ham. I mean, you've been a fan for you know thirty odd years. You know, typical West Ham. You know, we hit our best vein of form just as the season finishes. And I know. Like, right. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and Tomio, <laughs> like an absolute strike force, and it's, you know, exactly. one man strike force. Incredible. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. He's been bit of a saviour he has he has and it's just it, the whole thing has just been it's, I think we've we've worked obviously I think I, I haven't I'm surprised no one's done the um, the stats yet I'm, they might have even in terms of the restart stats so you know because uh, it'd be interesting because you have like someone like Sheffield United were like caning it oh yeah. Four yeah and then they just nosedived mm-hmm. and we've sort of done the opposite I mean you know we we pretty comfortable against you yeah. know man united away and obviously chelsea game and we, we turned watford over really and you know i mean villa we had like our feet up really it seemed yeah really I, know. But, uh, I mean yeah it's gonna happen but um yeah I know. yeah and and hopefully prefer to be mid-table finishing than, than yes. always at the bottom then you but know then, yeah and, i know yeah. i know and i'm the same and i remember people criticizing the allardyce years when yeah we were like 12th yeah. And they were like, oh, it's so boring, it's boring football. And it's like, well, actually, to be honest, we could do with a couple of seasons of them, you know, just yeah. get 11th, 12th, safe by February. Mm-hmm. That's okay with me, yeah. you know. 
and then maybe mm. go for a cup run. But you know, that's what everyone wants. But you know, yeah, no, no. I could do with a couple of those, you know, sort of just just building a foundation. You know, because it seems yeah. there's so not, much, been not, so much change. The table would be done. <laughs> but, but, but you know, you know, it ain't going to happen. You know, yeah. If we yeah. know, we, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm an eternal optimist, and so you know, come end of the season, I was like, right, that's it. Next season is our season, and I'm like really buzzing for next season. Give them three games. I know they're going to take my optimism away, and then it's going to. But that, we know that's we happening. We may be shocked. You know, exactly. I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I'm an optimist, and I I see the good in us all the time, and I think, yeah. you know, one day that we're going to be a team to be reckoned with and we'll be up there in the top six and you know I, I thought that when we when we had an influx of all the players you know with your yeah, Anderson and yeah. you know um Ella and all these players come in 100 million spent and you think yeah we're, we're going to yeah. be something there and all the other teams are looking at us going oh my god look at their players are getting in yeah. and then and then we're, we're a flop, you know? Uh, yeah, it's a bit like, it's a bit like buying a, the way I see it, it's a bit like buying like a really expensive house, but it's on really dodgy ground. It's on really dodgy foundations. So yeah. you spend all the money, beautiful. It looks fantastic. You've got all this beautiful, but then when yeah. it comes to actually the foundations, when you get down to the mm. basement, you realise mm. it's a bit crumbly. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the trouble. And I think at least now, that's why I quite like. That's why I'm really sort of quite happy with, with, with Moyes because I think he's a guy who, who basically makes sure those foundations are secure, and then maybe in the eighteen months, then we do the big, mm. get them all in, and you mm. know. But I, for me, it, I think there's lots of. I mean, there was lots of pluses. You obviously, someone like you can see when he's buying people like Bowen and Suchek and people like that. That's who we should be going out for uh, mm. and and making a profit. Love you know, love well, those players. they've been fantastic, haven't they? Oh, been awesome. Since, um, since yeah, yeah, exactly. Bowen, yeah, Suchek, yeah, both of them have been fantastic. So, yeah, well happy with those. Yeah, yeah, and that's a blueprint. You know, buy these like hungry championship-based players mm. uh, or players in, in leagues which aren't the Bundesliga or Serie A, no. where we've had our feet slightly burned because they fluctuated prices. And no. you make a profit. And unfortunately, I think for a little while, we might see a bit of a conveyor belt because I think you've got to build up the cash. You know, you got to... And someone like Suchek, we can sell Suchek tomorrow and it will double our money. You know, yeah, of course, paid. yeah. Um, which is very unusual for West Ham to buy a player no. and make a profit on him. But uh, no. Claire, we see you got the shirt. We know you play for the club. Um, the first question I ask everyone... Um, although we're 10 minutes in, but fuck it, don't care, uh, yeah. is is why West Ham? Why is West Ham your club? What's your story? Oh God, here we go. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, it's in the family. Um, I've I've been brought up to support West Ham since a, ve a very young age. I've got two older brothers, uh, you know, quite a bit older than me, and they both support West Ham. They did used to both go, but now um, only one of them goes, and it's and he's just a fanatic, and he knows the ins and outs yeah. of the club history and everything. So, you know, he's um, yeah, he's he's an absolute West Ham fanatic, <laughs> and he taught me everything I, I've known, and they both did. I mean, when I was little, I was that that kid that was stuck in between the the trees and the you know, and yeah. that was it all. all jumpers for goalposts you know and it was like getting goal and 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 them and their mates smashed the ball at me and you know and then I became an England international goalkeeper so it, it didn't turn out too bad so I probably have them to thank for that but yeah. um but yeah so that was uh 
that was how it started. I think my brother took me when I was about nine, nine or ten to my first game at Upton Park. Yeah. And it was it was fantastic. I wasn't supposed to go. My mum <laughs> specifically said to him, like, you know, Darren, don't don't take her, you know, um yeah. she's not allowed yet, she's too young, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I'm on my bike and dropped my bike off round to his girlfriends and then I went and we won two one and I came out and on the way home he was like, Oh, you can't say anything, you can't say anything and you know, all that. So I was only nine. So, you know, I got home and I was so excited from winning, it just it came out yeah. and then, you know, he got told off and then that was it. And after that, you know, she said, As long as you take care of you know, care of her, then it's fine. So yeah, that's how it started. And then from then on it was just you know, going with my brother until I sort of hit secondary school. And then yeah. me and the group of girls, there's like sort of four or five of us that would go. And it would be again in the North Bank and, you know, all where it was all standing and, yeah. you know, just little things that you remember when it was, you know, the peanut the peanut man used to come round. and comes up all the time, the peanut man. It's just yeah. it's, it's such a memory for yeah. most people. Peanut man. And then you'd go up and you'd look up in the corner and there'd be the refreshments bit and you'd struggle to get through and then get a little cup of Oxo and then struggle to get back to where, you know, wherever my brother was, <laughs> you know. So little things like that were fantastic at Upton Park, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, so many good memories. You know, and then that was it. And then I started uh, playing as a as a teenager for West Ham, and um, and then I, you know, that was it. I was concentrating on football. I was still going, still a season ticket holder. But sure. as we as we developed West Ham ladies back then, mm. you know, it was set up by the uh, the twins Roger Morgan and Ian Morgan, his yeah. brother. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and as as we developed, you know. Um, yeah, and we got better and better, and we had sort of four or five promotions up the pyramid, mm. um, and then we started to have to play, you know, sort of up at, well, Southern National at that point. Yes. So it could be anywhere, you know, southern part of England or over to sort of Cardiff, Portsmouth, wherever. Mm. So we were, yeah, and then cup games as well, sort of travelling up up north. So a few FA Cup runs that we we'd gone on. So I didn't have the time to sort of go West Ham yeah. on, on every match day. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but I tried to get to as many as I could through that time. But it was hard playing myself and then getting to the getting to the games and, you know, sort of travelling on a Saturday up to wherever we had to be. Yeah. And then Sunderland sometimes and then you play and then travel back and wouldn't get home till like one or two in the morning on Monday morning and then have to work. Yeah, that's the trouble. So, yeah, feeling yeah. with work as well, isn't it? Yeah. I mean that's yeah, and it must, but it must have been like, you know, uh, must have been a childhood dream for you. Obviously, going from yeah, it's from the age of nine, uh, yeah. and then turning out and playing for for your yeah. team. Yeah, it yeah. must be. It must be yeah. like there's not not you know there's not a lot of people that do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and obviously for so long as well, it's not yeah. just like as you said, not like just like one no. or two, three hundred and fifty odd appearances. You know, yeah. that's it. Must have been very special. Being a fan yeah. and playing for yeah. the club, it was. It still, yeah. it still is. I mean, yeah. you know, I can, I could tell you loads of stories of of clubs coming in to to want me to play for them. You know, when we sort of, you know, worked our way up, yeah, yeah, the yeah. you know, and we had 
the likes of Chelsea. Um, and if you remember when Al Fayed, um, Harrods owner, but, um, put money into the women's game and Fulham yeah. became the first professional women's yeah. team. I don't know if you knew that, but they back in the day they did. Uh, and Marianne Spacey, England player, um, she took over management and she'd mm. approached me and asked me to play for Fulham. Um, yeah. And that was, you know, as a professional, mm. the first team to be paid to play. Yeah. Um, and I didn't go. Um, you know, I had the likes of Vic Akers from Arsenal. He yeah. he managed Arsenal a couple of times. He came in and one day I turned up at, at home when I was still living at my parents and uh, and he was there chatting to me, mum and dad. And <laughs> I'd walked in and I was like, okay, I didn't expect that. But no. that, was, that was, you know, so I, I, you know, I must have been some kind of decent player for, for that to happen, you know. And um, yeah. But I feel proud that I stayed at West Ham and maybe mm. there's two sides, maybe um, you could say uh, there's regrets, yeah. but I don't yeah. regret being loyal. No. I, I know that much because yeah. I, I could have left. I could have gone to Chelsea or Fulham mm. or Arsenal and I probably could have developed myself within the England setup mm. sooner and better, but I didn't, um, I didn't want to leave West Ham and mm. I wanted, you know, I felt that I set, out on a journey when I was a young teenager and I wanted to progress and get West Ham women, West Ham ladies at the time, yeah. up into the top levels. And it took, you know, it took us sort of 10 years. So every other year we sort of, we got motion and it, yeah. and it, we started out in division three, you know, and it was division two, one mm. premier, Southern national, and then the print, you know, and it, and then that was, we were a team to be recognized, you know, yeah. and, I just wish that I was uh, born later. That's yes. probably uh, the thing. Yeah, yeah. and the others do as well. But yeah, I yeah, I, I, I wish that I had, yeah, I'd uh, been born later and and finished my career at West Ham, which I didn't. Yeah. But you know, I would have loved that. But yeah, thirteen yeah. years, you know, thirteen years is a long time to give yeah. to a club. Definitely. And as I say, I don't think, I don't think there's anybody else in the women's team that. That has done that, as far as I'm I'm aware. Um, but also, like looking at you know um, Phil Parks, Ludo, and all of those. Phil Parks is something like 344 games. Yeah. So I'm thinking actually, um, I could I could well be the uh, the goalkeeper that's got the most appearances. But quite possibly, quite maybe possibly. back in the day, maybe in the early 1900s, there's someone I'm else. I'm sure. I'm sure someone will, will. I'm sure someone yeah. will come up with a. We'll find yeah. out and, and make it a comment. Correct me on this, wouldn't they? Yeah. Or the other way, or they'll say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Claire is, you know, yeah. but um, yeah, quite possibly, you know, I can, I can, I could definitely see that. Um, but you're right. You see, I can understand. You got like it was sort of two sides. There's you know, the professional side, and then there's the fan side. And obviously, for the fan side, you're right. Staying mm -hmm. at the club, well, professional side, yet yeah, to the detriment, maybe of mm -hmm. not moving on. But um. But as you said you got your you had the fan and it's it's like heart of mind isn't it and it's mm -hmm. like and, yeah. and definitely the heart heart one and mm -hmm. uh and i think you yeah, and that's what i think to be honest you know that's why someone like you know parallel someone like mark noble you know mm. he's he could have gone a couple of times i think in the in transfer windows and stuff i think even fulham was one of the clubs he was going to go to potentially yeah but he didn't and it could have been to his detriment you know he never got into the england side and stuff like that and uh mm. it's um 
it's it's a it's a quality that is has disappeared from the game entirely i think yeah. that sort of loyalty to your team mm-hmm. um and it's a shame because i think we we fans uh, definitely are not as connected with players as they were back in the day so you know yeah. back yeah. in the phil park stage you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like you know a player staying for 10 years and getting a testimonial he was the norm kinder yeah. in that era exactly. you know, yeah yeah obviously mm-hmm. alvin did double double testimonial mm-hmm. oh, yeah. where now someone like mark noble is like a real 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 rarity having yeah. 10 years at the club mm. five 500 yeah. appearances i, I would love, like I love him for that you know yeah, that exactly whatever it's, it's the same as you having a fan play for your club mm. you know that's why west ham fans probably give him more stick because he's a fan than mm. he deserves um but that's why they love him more than anyone else mm. because he's a fan and and it, and everyone can relate everyone wants to be in that position you know mm. i'm 20 odd stone i'm not gonna be in that position but i would love to be mark no you know because i'd love mm. to leave my side out now mm. i hope it would happen with declan rice oh, we'll oh you know <laughs> he's on my list but, ah, but he's not like, yeah but he's He's in the, you know, he's in that bracket. But I, oh, I mean, you know, I don't want to beg on here. But, you know, if Declan's ever going to watch this, he just, I, I would love to see, and so would many thousands of fans love to see him stay at West Ham and become the captain and, and then do what Mark Noble's done. You know, I know it's I know it's difficult for him, but he's he's in the, thing is, he's in the England setup already. Exactly. You know, no no need to to go anywhere he's already no. recognized you know gareth southgate knows what he can do yeah. and why why make the move you know that's what again it's head heart and it's money and and loyalty to me yeah. so what what you know whatever he chooses to do i wish him well yeah. but you know and and i'll always be a fan of him you know, but um, Definitely. but yeah, I'd love him to to stay at West Ham and carry on. Yeah. Ooh, you know, yeah, it, I mean, it's just it's just um unbelievable. It, I think he's unbelievable, really. I think yeah, yeah, I totally agree, and I think he is one of those players who, if he goes to Chelsea, if he went to Chelsea, mm. he would just be another player. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Um, where yeah. at West Ham, he would be. A god you know an idol we do look up to him mm-hmm. because of we know he could go into mm-hmm. chelsea's team we know he could walk into man united's team but staying there being something different i'd love i'd love him to be something different i'd love him to be not going to a chelsea i'd love him mm-hmm. to just stay there be the man be a big fish in a very in a small pond mm-hmm. rather than sort of the other way around but mm-hmm. um Anyway, let's, let's go on to the 11. Let's, let's go on to the, the 11 because I don't want any more okay. spoilers going in. Now, right. obviously, the, you know, the, the, the only real parameter is you have to be alive to have seen and play. <laughs> but apart from that, you can do whatever you want, Claire, to be honest. Right. Uh, and I know there's been some anxious decisions, God. you know, sweating it's over horrible. these, you know. <laughs> it's unreal, honestly. I've had, to do, I've had to do a list over the last two days and put them in their categories. So I... I you know, I made some notes that I can just yeah. have a gaze at because, uh, honestly, it, in every category, like keeper and then 
central defenders and it you know and there's a number of them especially to the keepers and the yeah. center halves and, and midfielders the other areas they're you know a little bit easier but yeah. god yeah hard <laughs> it was hard it but is, there's reason behind it because as i said you know i've i've been going since i was nine so yeah. if you think um so as a nine-year-old, we're talking, talk, yeah, we're talking like mid-eighties now, yeah. right? So, so I'm going to capture some of the players that played, you know, the the final sort of five years, say, of of the eighties, yeah. throughout the nineties, and then and then to date, you know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I'm going to say some some names that are going to be well, it's, it's how I feel, and yeah. and when I've been to Upton from the days I was going to Upton Park and watching those players, yeah. so it's. It brings back memories from when I'd gone with my brothers, I'd gone with my school friends, to then when I started work and I, and I met, you know, new friends and I started to yeah. go with them and then went with a few people from West Ham Ladies at the time and, the, and a few of us had a, our season tickets together, you know, and it's and then now family. Yeah. I mean, I bought my yeah. dad a, a season ticket. Uh, the last three seasons at Upton Park, I bought it for him as a, the first season as a gift and then that's it he, he loved it and he just carried on going with me you know yeah. so yeah but okay go for yeah. it and you're so. right and, and it is and you're right it's a generational thing you know you've got these different sort of periods in your life what what i find interesting when people do this is and we'll probably see it as you come through but there's I have a theory in terms of the the era that people buy people pick yeah. their players on based yeah. on their age. You know, I could I, mm-hmm. I can I'm gonna I'm gonna write I'm gonna write like a, a rough era down that I think that you're gonna be doing. So you were you were nine okay. when you started going. So yeah. I reckon um, your team's oh, gonna I be feel around. So, old. <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon your team's gonna be around. Yeah, I reckon the average. Um, but there are okay. a couple of different ones in there. Yeah, who, no, I know. Yeah, who, I know. But I've, I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about. It. I've Who's... been fortunate enough to see people over the last yeah. part of the eighties decade, nineties. Yeah. You know, noughties and and now. So yeah. you know, it's good. So it's a, yeah. it's a big range. You've got a nice. You've got a nice. Oh, right, let's let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's start with probably the hardest one for you. Let's start with the keeper. Oh God, it's so bad. <laughs> honestly. So, so really, right. So really quickly, I mean, in in almost date order, really. But there's there's, there's Phil Parks, there's Ludo to choose from. There was Shaka Hislop in my mind. There's Dave James, Rob Green, Yaskalainen, Adrian, obviously, and Fabianski. Through my era, the ones that it's stood. Got Roberto. Yeah, well, yeah. Is that list of the list? Oh, <laughs> you didn't scroll down to the bottom. Anyway, sorry. He's, he's misunderstood. He is. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's 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 apparently af- he's apparently Atletico Madrid's number two. So they're going to buy him to replace Oblak. <laughs> I know, but yeah, anyway. look, there's there's certain cogs, isn't there? And they don't yeah. fit in. If they don't fit no. in, that's that's how it is, you know. Oh, and it yeah. and it won't his his time. No, but no. so I I really struggled and. And I've seen changes, and for me, being a keeper over mm. however many years, you know, you you know the old the old style keepers that they were good with their hands. They were shot yep. stoppers. They weren't they weren't athletic. They weren't agile in in certain ways. You know, they weren't the the fitness fanatics. They so things have changed over the yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. So you've got you know you've got in those those eras um, from when. 
then things started to change probably in the you know 2000 onwards where the keepers became more athletic more agile you know there was all saq work done and it was all you know dave james you know he's a fine specimen of a of a goalkeeper you know very athletic very agile for a tall man you know good shot stopper but with him, for me, he, he would have been up there in the top three. But for me, it's the decision-making with him. So, you know, um, so that's why that sort of knocked down a bit. So I wheedled it down to Phil, <laughs> I wheedled it down to Phil Parks and Ludek McCloskey. Yeah. And the reason being is that Phil Parks, um, I saw him in his latter stages like he finished in 1990 yeah yeah so i saw him in the last stages of of his career and i've met him a couple of times in a supporters club and and he's a lovely gent yeah, and he he's had the most appearances so far for a west ham keeper that i know of <laughs> in my in my time yeah. he's had his one england cap same as me yeah yeah, so, yeah. you know and as much as i've loved I love Ludo and, and some of the others for other reasons. I think that it had to be Phil Parks for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's, so, a, there's, a, there's been a lot of deliberation about that, but I think that's, I think you've made a good... There's there's a lot of parallels, isn't there, with him and yeah. you in terms of your thinking. Yeah. That, it's weird, about roughly almost exactly the same appearances, slightly more yeah. for you, I think. I and uh, and one in Cap. As well, he was, yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, and you both had mullets, no, didn't I? <laughs> joking, joking, joking. No, I didn't have, I had some big hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had some big Diana Ross hair when I was younger, oh, brilliant. yeah. Awesome. But, yeah, yeah, and... Uh, and he's, he's going to be 70 soon, Phil Parks. So, I know, it's unreal, yeah, isn't it? I mean, yeah, a, it, when, he, when you say legend, it makes people sound old. And, and I know he, he won't mind me saying, but, you know, I know he is old, you know, now. But, yeah. I mean, in the day, you know, all the, those appearances and, and and what he did at West Ham, he, he deserves some legendary credit, you oh, know. Definitely. He's fantastic. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's are we go. What are we doing? We're doing a four four two or yeah, got, I've yeah. done that because I could right. have done so many different and just yeah. tried to get people in That's where cool. I wanted. Right, let's, go um, left, let's go left back. Let's go right. left back. So left back, I I wrote a few names down. So I I wrote down and I did see him in his latter stages, which yeah. was um, Ray Stewart. So yeah, so Tonka obviously penalty taker as well. Yeah, saw yeah. a few of them. Um, in 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 the time at Upton Park as well, he was great. Obviously, Stuart Pierce. I know yeah, yeah. that. Um, I know a couple of people. Shaka mentioned him, didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah, he liked him. Obviously, Stuart Pierce, heart on sleeve and gives everything. But the one for me was Julian Dix, really. Yeah, yeah. So he he just you know the the time the era that he was there who he played with and, and around and the other players. Yeah, it's pretty much, pretty much our, our left back. I yeah, say. I mean, that, that one, and, that, and that's really, and Julian's a really interesting character because he's the one which, although we have people who pick generational, you know, a lot of people maybe stick to the 80s or whatever, Julian yeah. Dix, doesn't matter who we interview, he appears in almost every 11. He just spans. Yeah, I've even interviewed people like Mark Ward, who, uh, who basically, he basically put, 
he put he his whole town his whole team down as the eighty six team apart yeah. from left back and put Julian Dix in. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, and he knew, and he just said, if we had Julian Dix, we would have won the league by. It's not if we, but how many points we would have won that league yeah. in eighty five? Is it? And and you just get that, and obviously it'd be nice, it'd be lovely. It's lovely that him and Slaven will be obviously back there next year. Yeah, um, with West Brom, oh, maybe great. Scott Parker. Yeah. It's it's nil nil eighty eight minutes, so yeah. it's going oh. extra time probably. Uh, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's like that championship. You know, we we've obviously been through a couple of them. Yeah, um, those playoffs, and they're fantastically nervous. You know, yeah. it's a brilliant. But can you imagine what it's like now if you're a Brentford fan or a Fulham no, fan? I you're I not there. It's just so weird. Oh God, yeah, I know. This it's game is a hundred seventy million pound game. They reckon, mm. and it's like mm. you're at home. Yeah, you just finished your curry. You know, what I mean? yeah. like, you know, you've probably because I mean, you know, you've gone to the, you've done your fifty percent off at the Nando's or whatever, you know, to help the restaurant out. But you've come back and you've like, it's it's just bizarre anyway. Very strange. Right, I put Julian in. Good shout. Okay, okay. let's go. Let's go the the other um, yeah. fullback. Let's go right fullback, the other side. Yep. So few again, um, and I know you had Seb Shemel. Yeah, in he's, he's in my yeah. team. Look, he's yeah, in my I know. team. I've got my thing. He's I in know. my team. Sebastian Sherrill. Yeah, yeah, I do. I did. I did like him. I did. Um, yeah. And I know we only had him for a couple of years, and he was good. Um, yeah. But in my time, and me remembering being up the, uh, which was the the Bobby Moore when it was, you know, yeah. when it was the South Bank and that. Yeah. yeah. So I'd started in the North Bank. We were brothers, and when I then changed my, you know, friends and whatever, and I went down the other end. Yeah. I remember two people that stood out for me um and one was timmy breaker yeah right and then there was another one which was stevie potts yeah now i know he could play center half and he was pretty much a utility across the back stevie potts and I've, i've been fortunate enough to meet him as well he sort of came to one of our football presentations and there was the uh the guest there um Brilliant, you know, another one with so many appearances and, you know, like over a span of like 17 years, you know, from 85 to 2002. And you just think like another person, another player that kept himself fit and, you know, trained well, played well. Totally. You know, so, but Timmy Breaker as well. I loved, I loved him as a right back. And he was like a train once he got, you know, once he got going and he'd overlap and get, the crosses in and whatever but I suppose that was in my my sort of school days era but I think Steve Potts was the the one for me that um yeah. that stuck out so Steve Potts, yeah. yeah he won't come on the channel he, he doesn't like doing these things so I'm putting a plea out to Steve Potts if you're watching this because you because apparently yeah. you do watch them steve i want you on the channel i want you on the channel have a word we'll get you yeah. on honestly but yeah, yeah i know what you mean about potsy i i have i am such a fan of steve potts i've yeah. always Brilliant. i always have been um I, I, I talk about the story that me and my best mate set up a fan club steve potts appreciation society and <laughs> it's only me and him only me and him bless him um and uh no i love him honestly i think he's a beautiful man and yeah. he's lovely and i love the fact that he's still at the club um, with the, uh, the uh, under twenty threes, yeah, and there's not much more, you know. He doesn't change as well, yeah. He yeah. just he never changes, does he? He's just, that's, that's a yeah. yeah. All right, let's let's go center offs. Let's go center off. So we can have center off. Right, God, this is another one. 
Uh, I I had five and I picked my two. Yeah. And yeah, I, I appreciate other people have said, you know, about Ian Pierce, you know, great 142 appearances. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, you know, James Collins, mm. I mean, another one, you know, yeah. another good shout, another solid defender, gave yeah, 180 odd appearances. Um, Rio, yeah, Alvin, Alvin Martin, and Slav was the other ones. Now, the only reason I say Slav and Bilic, and I know it was only for a season and a half or a couple of seasons, because I remember going to the game where or games where he would play, and we we're just about to kick off, and I would be in the stand, and he'd come up to the edge of the 18-yard line and he'd turn around to Ludek and he'd just put his big massive thumb up at Ludo and then, you know, and Ludo would do it back and it was just before kickoff and it's just yeah. one of them little memorable things, you know. It's not the reason for me. I'm, I'm not choosing him, by the way, but it's like little things that you remember, you know. So, yeah, um, I think that for me, both centre half, so the first one for me would be Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. And when he when he started playing for us, was he was a breath of fresh air, and yes. you know, um, filling the shoes of someone like Alvin Martin, you know, mm. that that had, that had played so many games for West Ham had been like solid, good reader of the game, just everything about him. You know, and, and then seeing this young version come into the game, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was he was brilliant, Rio. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, and it was a shame that he he moved on, but you know things happened, and yep. you know they made their money with Leeds, and then Leeds made their money with Man United, yeah, and then yeah. that was and, that and was it. That's it. And that's know? unfortunately that's going to be, I think, the blueprint we're going to be having for a few years. Is that sort of is that sort of you know, they yeah. talk about this RB Leipzig model and that's sort of, yeah. I think, how we can compete. But you're right, Rio just came in and he was just like, I'm, I'm a, again, one of those players who you think played longer for us than he did because yeah. obviously we knew about him from the youth yeah. team. It'd be like Joe Cole, people like that. We, you know, these guys like, will see him around another 10 years and they actually were mm. because you knew about him from an early age. And mm. um, yeah, he's... Uh, yeah. And, and he's one of those players. Rio's yeah. one of those players I always think... As a West Ham boy, you know, and it's like with like all the others, you know, I don't know. Q K U T from you know, he's at Palace now and you know, all yeah. these players who come and go. Some of them I just still think is West Ham. Obviously, Joe always thinks West Ham boy and mm-hmm. Rio. I always just see, doesn't matter what shirt he's playing, in what team he was playing in, whether he's on BT or Peter mm-hmm. Crouch's thing, always see him as a West Ham boy. I just just yeah. do. Um and even when I interviewed Anton, that that sort of really yeah. Yeah. That really got me even more so because yeah. clearly Anton is a huge West Ham fan and yeah. uh, you'd like to think so is his brother. But, uh, Looking up to his big brother, I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Rio's in. Yeah, good. Sh- who's yeah. going to be the other one? Who's the other one? So, again, it's like the start, you know, yeah. at the, the sort of start of, I mean, Alvin finished at, what, 96. So yeah. I, I managed to see however Jeez. many, yeah, years of his, his last part of his career and and he was just again he was solid wasn't he he's like nearly 600 appearances and yeah. it's like I mean he, he was just fantastic 
you know, as a, as a centre half, and he'd done what it said on the tin, and he was, yeah, yeah good reader of the game, solid. You know, I know he was old school, but it, you you could then see him in in Rio, you know, yeah, and yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, brilliant. So those two for me were centre halves for me. Yeah, good shout. They're nice and solid. Mm. Right, okay, Alvin and Rio. Okay, let's move into midfield then. So you know, you, you, you've done your defence, you've done your goalkeeper. Let's just relax. Yeah. You know, it's like you've you've made your choices. Now you got to, yeah. now you got to, you got to deal with them now. Um, right, so let's go into <laughs> midfield. Let's go. Let's go oh, left mid, left midfield. Right. So, oh bloody hell, this was hard as well. Actually, they're all hard. Honestly, they are. Um, they are. Oh, you know, again, I've seen some players over the years. So I'm um, from. The last little bits, a few years for Alan Devonshire, you know. Yeah, you got the tail end of him, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah unbelievable. And I only re- recently read, and I, and I didn't know this, but he'd um, managed Brentford women like in 1995. And I didn't I didn't know that. And I didn't realise yeah. that. So that's something I've, I never knew. He's from that out there, isn't he? He's from yeah. Men, so, yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, Devonshire, there was Kevin Keane in the mix yeah. for me as well that I saw. Um and then a couple of them like Stan Lazaridis. I loved him. Yeah. Laser. And and Matty Everington, you know, and then similar looking you know, similar players, weren't they? Hit laser and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean although Matty played like quite a lot of years and, and he and he was a good player, I, I've been sneaky and and sort of put another player that that's right. Played across the mid, the middle because yep. I've had to fit him in, and that was Pyatt. <laughs> yeah. So I think, yeah. I, I've, I've, you know, when he played out on the wing, he'd cut in, and he'd go again and go again, and then get a shot off. I love yeah. that from that left side. I love that. I know mm-hmm. he did it from all across all the over. midfield, you know, and I know that he only had you know under fifty appearances, but what he did in the time that he was with us was amazing. You know, and yeah, I, I was sorry to see him go. Yeah, um, I think everyone was. Yeah. You know, yeah, but he you're was. Right. You're totally right. Fifty appearances, but he exponentially—that's a long word. Yeah, exponentially. I use it again now. Um, <laughs> just, just got to make sure it's, it. It means what I mean to. I mean it to say, but you know, it, he. It seemed a lot more than fifty games yeah. because of 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 the significance yeah, of what he yeah. did and yeah. the significance of being in that last season at the bowling yeah. and and those goals and Crystal Palace free kick and Man United free kicks and yeah. when he played Blackburn away and he just seemed to just be around you don't he didn't we've had other players who played fifty games who people have forgotten about mm. where Payet played fifty games and yeah. fifty and. You seemed. I, I could easily, you know, you know, it's, it's bizarre. He's only he didn't play that many games, but made mm. such an impact yeah. on the on the players, on the actual fans. And you know, he does. He appears in loads of people's elevens, yeah. despite the fact he played. You know, Alvin played six you know, hundred oh, games, something like that. Nice. And and it's 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 funny just how much impact people have on, on mm. players. Um, but with, when uh, they're a special kind of player, and you get yeah, and you he get was so that special, and, yeah, yeah. And and the likes of Tevez, you know, he was he was special for us yeah. as well, you know, and didn't didn't play a lot of games for us. Wasn't with no. us a, an awfully long time, you know. But still, he had that oh, you know, the yeah. special side, you know. And when and you I, find Special players, totally right. 
it just they they're stuck in your mind then yeah. aren't they? you're totally right and it's one of those things where you know you know to be fair you know from when you started watching them and me i was sort of early 90s we were not starved but we didn't have the Brookings, we didn't have the Peters, we didn't have the Hursts, the Moors. No. You were lucky enough to see Dev. I didn't see Dev no. play, or I mean, sorry, Cotty in his second spell. Yeah. But we never really had those types of players. We had John Moncurs and yeah. Ian Bishops, and these were yeah. fantastic players. Yeah. But we never had the upper echelons of again. I must have swallowed a dictionary for lunch, I think. Yeah. But the upper echelons of yeah. uh, of of these old Pyatts. and you know, Pyatt was one of those players who, you know, all your mates who were not West Ham fans wanted in their team. Yeah, and I've <laughs> never had that. That, that. That's not me. You know, that, that's we yeah. West Ham. You know, we said we had Martin Allen, and and Pete player. Butler, yeah. and he was just such a special player that they mm. were shitting themselves, and we, they played what we played West Ham. Yeah, and. It was amazing. It was a privilege to watch yeah. such a good player. Yeah. And you sad, sad about it. Off and yeah, and, that. But, <laughs> and, you, and you get that with those mercurial oh, players, yeah. though. Those players, you know, who are on the edge all the time, if he doesn't get what he wants, he threw his toys in the yeah. pram. And Altovich was the same. You know, he didn't get what he wants. Yeah. His toys in the and pram again, it's another one that, I, you know, he warmed to every West Ham fan's heart. Yeah. You know, and, it, and, and he changed his attitude. And his work rate, and it, and it, and he got, you know, so much better, and everyone loved him. And then, it, yeah. and then he dumped us. And then you think, yeah. why, why, why do that? You've yeah, just got an happens, absolute fan base on your, on your, you know, carrying you, yeah. and and you go and do that, you know. Right. But, he, he could have been a legend. I think on that it could have been a legend. Yeah. He had, he had the, all the parts. Yeah. He had the skill. You know, you look at someone like 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 Dicanio or people like that. They had the skill. He had the skill. But he had the passion. I mean, Pyatt had the skill. He was technically the best player I've ever seen. Pyatt was, but he didn't have the passion. Um, He didn't have the strength. He didn't. He wouldn't put it about. Where he's a typical sort of French-based player, you know. You know, it's like when we always used to play Arsenal and like Fabregas and stuff. You'd kick him up the the bum, and they'd be petulant and go, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was him. But Arnie yeah. was the guy. He was a, he was a he bastard, but he was our, yeah. He was a bastard, but he was our bastard, wasn't he? Yeah. And and every other club hated him, but the the team you paid for, he played for, he loved. Mm. Yeah, it was a shame. But you get that those players, you get that yeah. sort of, you know, that's that side. But anyway, we will put Piet in. Yeah. <laughs> I love I, I love these shows. Let's go. Just go oh, around the houses. No, but yeah, yeah, you do because it's so and it's so true. Funny. And it's true, and that's the. But at least with with the with the eleven, you have some sort of like, you know. Now we've got okay, we've done pie. Now we can go to the next part, and so you at least sort of you know, have some sort of path. Yeah. So we'll go to right wing. Let's go to the right midfield. Who we going for the right midfield? Oh here? God, thank God, there was only three that I could oh, actually. Only three, thank God. I don't know why, and and I and I struggled with this because I thought. Right, let me know, guess why, them. Why let am me guess I not reminded? They're going to be uh, Lauren Courtois. If you put him in, no. <laughs> Lauren Courtois. Um, uh, oh, that's oh, I've bugged myself up now. I'm trying to think of three really funny right back, right mm-hmm. wings. But anyway, <laughs> I forgot about Lauren Courtois. Well, I, I, never, I, never guess the, I mean, you know, I I struggled with these, but yeah. again, in my era, starting with the most earliest, I loved Mark Ward. Yeah, I thought that he was do. fantastic. Yeah, you know, and again, he's like 160 odd appearances for us. Um, I, I, I didn't actually know whether or not now Joe Cole, essentially a midfielder, 
that yeah. would play on the right, would play in the middle and sometimes. Yeah, up high, wouldn't it? Play yeah, and, you know, he, he was versatile across that middle. But so I, I had the choice of Joe Coe out there as well, just to throw him in there because I was only having two otherwise. Um, but I went with Mr Sinclair. He, yeah, he had to be the one. He, yeah. had, he had to be. He was just fantastic. You know, everything about him, he was great. No, I know you know, the fitness, the speed, mm. um, your deliveries, you know, just yeah. a real nice guy, you know, yeah. passion. You know, I know everyone talks about the, the cross, the, the canio and whatever, but it wouldn't have mattered who crossed that. Mm. <laughs> he still, he yeah. still would have executed it and, and scored. But, yeah, Trevor Sinclair, yeah, brilliant player. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Totally. Had some goals as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he never he never scored a tapping, if I remember. Every mm. goal I remember him scoring was like a volley or a, you know he never scored yeah. like an easy three no. yard tapping. I'm sure he did, but I can't remember any. No. You know, and uh, versatile sort of that play you need in your team. You know, I think he, he started up front with us. Mm. He scored at Everton. To, you know, gets Everton a couple of goals in his debut. I think he played right wing back for a bit under Harry. Sort of a bit like Antonio, really. Now you know, sort of doing all this, sort of like all over the place, and yeah, now no. he's sort of stuck to a position. Um, but you need that. You need that versatility. And any a, a good player, and you net more. A good player can play in any position, you know, and so they can adapt their game to it. And he was that. I mean, he was brilliant. I, I love mm. Trevor Sinclair. Yeah. Um, and also, I like I like players who. Or former players who interact with people, with fans on Twitter and stuff like that, and obviously yeah. you on Twitter. So yeah. you know, Trev does it all the time, and so yeah. the ambition people, and it makes a big, yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love Bish. He's like, oh, he's, I love him. He's like one of my, I, one of my yeah. dream players. But with someone like Trevor Sinclair as well, it's like a like or a follow. It's like the new autograph. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, oh, oh hey, yeah. Hey, hey, Trevor Sinclair follows me. Yeah, wow, that's really cool. You know what I mean? It's like always oh, liked my post, and and it's the same with and you know nowadays autographs. I think you can't get into, you can't see anyone to do an autograph. You know, unless no. you've got unless you've got a two meter pen. Um, you know, it's not going to work. So uh, you know, it's I just I think it's great. Honestly, I, I think Trevor Sinclair is a lovely yeah, bloke and fantastic. he was a fantastic player yeah. and he was another one you know who resurrected his career at West Ham you know he was on the yeah. downward at QPR yeah. came to West Ham he got back in the squad World Cup yeah. squad and then he buggered I know. off um, yeah <laughs> that's just the way you know yeah. to Payet Payet was like no one has heard of him until he joined us and uh, yeah put him on the world stage and then he buggered yeah. off and yeah. Um, yeah it tends to be a thing with West Ham it tends to be a theme yeah. right Central midfield. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one, I reckon, for you. It was. It was. Yeah. And there was a good... I mean, taking Declan out of the equation, because I could say him totally, just him alone. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've um, I've gone with, clearly, Mr West Ham, uh, Mark Noble. Uh, it's just it's just an out and out for me. Um, the servant that he is, that just... Harry's grown in oh, just every way. He's he's mm. never been the finished article. He's always he's always developed. That's a good point. Over, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the years, do you know, and he's got better and better and better. And yes, I know, you know, fans will go, oh, well, he's lost his legs. Yeah, I know, I get that. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when we get older, you know. Yeah. But however, he looks after himself. 
he's still fit. He went through a stage with all of the, the problems with his abdomen and, and the injuries that he was still playing through and taking painkillers. That's what a real captain does. You know, they they bear they bear with that pain and they play through it and, you know, smile through gritted teeth and you get on with it and then you get repaired and then you go again, you know, mm. and that's what a good professional will do and that's what he is. He's just an out-and-out proper captain and, yeah, and I love him for that. That's yeah. that's He's my main one. So yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And, and, and you're right. He's He has this... Um... It's weird, yeah. Just think about it now. He sort of re regenerated him. He's like Doctor Who. He regenerates himself every every season, yeah. doesn't he? Now he's in yeah. now he's in this sort of weird number ten role, which yeah. just seems to be working. It's like I, three years ago, I never put him as a number ten. I was you really I mean? that, you know, that the, the last game, and it was like, oh my god, why is he so, why is he going so high? What's he doing yeah. up there? You know, and it's yeah. like, what is he doing? Get get back. You're just not used to seeing that, no, you know. It's not, and, and and it's and it's nice to see that he has the confidence in Rice and Suchek oh, to yeah. do that. Do you know Go. what I mean? Yeah, cause it's almost like it's almost like he's tried to carry the team on his yeah. back on his shoulders for too long. And you know, with yeah. Declan particularly, and now with Suchek, there's two guys there who could easily hold that midfield. And we know the next season that's going to be two of the three, and then the third will crop in as and when. So it could be Mark if you want a bit more steel. If you want yeah. a bit more flair, then you could put in Lanzini or eight another. Um, yeah. And and people like Snodgrass, you know, poor, yeah. I mean, I've missed Snoddy. I've missed Snoddy. Like, I love Snoddy and I've missed him since he's been there. And that is what we need, that bit of grit sometimes. I know, you know? And, and then at the same time, there'll be other fans saying, oh, no, yeah. it's not, you know. But look, I mean, when he's, when he's on his his day snoddy he's fantastic you know yeah. and and he has got that passion and the desire and grit and he loves it and he loves the the stage you know when yeah, everything's going yeah. well you know but it's yeah he's keeping him up there isn't it yeah, you know exactly i mean you know pellegrini kept him you know picked him instead of 40 million pounds worth of, mm. of players, you know, yeah. you know, and, uh-huh. and, and he, there was a time last at the beginning of the season after about the first half dozen games mm. where he was the informed player in the league, you mm. know, Robert Snodgrass, 31 yeah. year old, who we'd sent yeah. out on loan to Villa yeah. uh, in the championship. Oh, is now, that's, that's what I mean. It's just like, it's, and that's what I love about West Ham, yeah. you know, a player will just hit a vein of form and uh-huh. It's brilliant, and it's nice to see because he was like, as you said, anything he could do, he was just turning it on. Right, anyway, yeah. Nobs is in. Yeah. Who is the other midfielder? Right. So, and I know there was a few. I know Scotty Parker was yeah. was with us for a, a good amount of time. Steve Lomas was another one that I that's saw, a great shout. You know, yeah. Back, you know, back in the day, you know, and he gave us nearly two hundred appearances just yeah. under. Um, Frank Lampard, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, right in the mid nineties. You know, um, again, yeah, good midfielder. But I've gone with my early days again, and one of your favourites. You'll like this now. So Ian Bishop. Ah, oh, Bish Bosh. Yeah, well, we're, getting a, we're getting a retweet. I know. <laughs> Bish is in it. I, do you know, I loved him. I did. I loved. I loved Ian Bishop. And yeah. You know, he was like, what, two, yeah, 255 appearances. And, you know, he, he gave his time to us and he and he loves West Ham. 
Mm. You know, and I know there's a whole link with Man City and everything else, but you know, he he was he was brilliant, and the days of him and Trevor Morley, you know, uh, it was just like it, that was fantastic. I loved, you know, I loved going to the games and and you know seeing him ping one from outside the box, you know, and yeah. oh, just yeah, he's he's my other one. So and and that was for the reasons that I remember when I I'd go you know, as a youngster, you know, yeah. so, so Mark and Ian in the middle, and I know there's others. Of course um, there's others, there's, and that's the thing, there's, there's, there's hundreds, there's hundreds, yeah. I mean, I was, um, I was, in, oh, Fulham just scored. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, first half of extra time, this is going to be like old hat by the time it goes up, because everyone has seen it, yeah. they don't um, but, but yeah, I mean, someone like Ian Bishop is 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 a is a classic example. I mean, there was a time when I interviewed. Um, I've obviously interviewed him. Interviewed Monks as well, and yeah. and him and Monk. And he said when Ian Bishop, him and Bishop playing, there was a period, two three seasons when they would play. They would take on any midfielder mm. if it was Keane and or, or Vieira and Petit. Yeah, right. yeah. And, I was and, say. We, and we and we'd have a go at them. And, yeah, yeah I mean, it might be funny. They're both skinny boys, you know. It's not like they were like built like Vieira, or, and you know, yeah. but you know, he's shit houses, yeah. you know. Yeah. We'd take him on, and we'd have a go, and uh, and you think you thought, fuck it out, yeah, fair play. But uh, you know what I mean? It's um, and Bish again, how he never played for England. He was such a such a classy player, right. and he's just like you know, England were crying out for that classy player. We never had it, but uh, right, we'll put Bish in. Yeah, Bish Bosch is in. Good friend of the show. He'll yeah. be retweeting it. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> well done, Claire. Right, okay. He's going up front. Who've we got okay. these strikers? Right. I will give you my first one, which is early days again. Yeah. Right. Um, so I already mentioned, yeah, Trevor Morley and um I struggled with John Hartson was another shout yeah. that I, I could have gone yeah, with. Yeah, and I shout. and I loved and I loved him. You know, he's fantastic. Um but early days was that I managed to see, um, and in two phases, obviously. So, and that was Tony Cotty. TC, yeah. Yeah, and he. That was back in the day when you actually could, like you said earlier, you could get a signature, you know. Yeah. And I remember like being so young, and you know, and waiting either with my brother or as I got into secondary school, you know, and with my friends from school, and I'd wait. Outside, through the railings, yeah, on graph book, yeah. which I've still got in the loft somewhere awesome. in my memorabilia boxes. But yeah, and I'd have my autograph. But I'd go after every game, every single game at Upton Park, and I yeah. would stand there and I'd get him to sign it again, and you know, all the other players as well. So yeah, so TC was was one of mine. Yeah. And then the the last one would be. For me, um, special, just another special player that comes around every now and then, and that was Paolo Picanna. Yeah. It's just, yeah, fantastic. What he did at West Ham, the appearances, the goal average, mm. which was like almost one in every other game. Yeah, you know, so it was something. Yeah, nearly, nearly one in every other game. Um, yeah, forty-seven goals. 118 games. I mean, that's that's just unreal. What and again, and again, a play like that, you know, 180. You know, Paolo, the the, the impact he had in the team. 
you think he'd have played two, three hundred games for us. Do you know what I mean? Just because yeah. he's yeah. so revered by people, and yeah. and and you know, he had. And again, we talk about play. We mentioned Payet, and we said you know Payet and the way he left us, but the way he joined us was very similar to the way he left us. Mm. And we have a habit of doing this. I mean, we would have only we've only signed Paulo Di Canio because he pushed the referee over. You know, yeah. people forget about that. You know, yeah, you know. no, I don't. that's funny. And, and it's, it, but that's part oh, of the God. story, isn't it? And obviously, oh. then we famously had, oh, you know, God. with uh, Razor and Wrighty, when they did the, yeah. the, 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 then we signed them. And, uh, and that's what I love about Paolo. I just think he's, I mean, he's, there's not many, there's a few. We mentioned Tevez, he's another one who mm. are foreign based players who come over and just get West Ham and West mm. Ham get them because yeah. they've got the passion and they've got the skill and they've got the yeah. temperament and they've got the love. I mean, he's got a West Ham tattoo, you know, and, and I respect anyone who gets a tattoo because I've, I can't be shit scared of needles more than anything. But, <laughs> you know, I just think he's brilliant. And, and the stories, you know, you talk to, we've done a lot of these interviews, obviously Paolo's come up and a lot of them, but they've all had, everyone's had a personal story about them. Yeah. And, some of them are brilliant. So, you know, Jack and Hitlock's one was, was funny, wasn't uh, it? Yeah. Something about the legs or something, and he was talking to his legs or something he like that. He was talking to his legs, yeah, I mean, and, that, yeah and that's what he does. But, but it, a, it's true. It's, just, it's just the psychology yeah, thing, you yeah. know, and, it's, and it is, and every, every player's different, and now yeah. they prepare for games, and now yeah. they, you know, some don't want to be spoken to. No, some want to... No, yeah, yeah. Have, have the banter and have everything banter, going on. Yeah. Some just want, you know, want to be with themselves, you know, and that's it. And that's how they deal with things and that's, that's how true. they prepare. But then you'd think he's so passionate in everything that he does, you know, in the way he played, his celebrations, mm-hmm. you know, he he was just, he wasn't arrogant. He was he was passionate, you know, yeah. rather than the, the arrogance yeah, you know, in the celebration, true. some of some of them, you know, when you'd see him and he'd go off and he'd be like, it wasn't because, you know, it's because he he appreciates himself and how yeah. good he is or how he good he was. He wasn't top of his game. He wasn't yeah. top of his game. Yeah. And, and that's what I love, those, uh, those idiot, uh, I can't pronounce any words now, but yeah. But that's what I like, those, those little things you find out, like, for example, where you had, you know, that Arsenal game when he made the, two Premier League's informed defenders and goalkeeper yeah. looked like they were playing yeah. in Sunday League. Yeah. He had his shorts on backwards because uh-huh. Arsenal was like, and that's what I love. It's the story. You know, we, we interviewed a, a guy the other day and he was interviewing Paolo. It was Mike, it was Mick Clifford, actually. He was interviewing Paolo for the Scandinavian Hammers. Um, and he wasn't, and he phoned up Harry and Harry said, no, he's not playing. It's a cup game. Go to the training ground and you can have the interview there. That's how easy it was to get in mm-hmm. the other days. So, you know, I could do that. Mm-hmm. I'd get yeah. Paolo and just throw like one call. I make a call him now and get get Paolo. Mm-hmm. But um, um, but yeah, he was in. He was in the. He was in Chadwell Heath, and he um, Mick um, was in the car. It was pissing down with rain, and all we could hear was the Paolo Di Canio song. Someone was singing it. Yeah, and for about twenty minutes, we could hear it. And he had no idea what he thought he was on the kit man or whatever. Yeah. Twenty minutes time. This is torrential rain. Paolo walks out in flip-flops and a towel singing his own song. His own song. Oh, God. And then and then Mick shouts out, Paolo, we've got an interview. 
Oh yeah, better get changed. He again goes back in, puts a puts a yeah tracksuit on, comes in, sits in the car for an hour and a half, talking about his whole life, about his kids, about asking Mick about you know how much money he earns as his job. You know, and it's just yeah. it, there's so many of these stories. There is, mm. I'm surprised there isn't a book about him yet. Mm. You know, like a proper like. Mm. I mean, it's only autobiography, but you know, there's there's definitely a book in all these. You know, we've had a hundred. 30 or guests Palo's mm. appeared and everyone's got a little story you know, Nicky Hawkins at uh, West Ham Fan TV talks about when he interviews him and for one of those sort of yeah, as you said those sort of pre-match event things where they get mm. a player on and, and he turns up all dressed to the nines Paolo does you can imagine yeah. Gl- yeah. bronzed and all in you know Italian know, suit Gucci oh. yeah 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 mm. top to bottom mm. anyway Paolo you look incredible and he just went I always dress up for my family. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Done. That's a proper, that's a mic drop moment. You know, it's like, you yeah. can't say anything more than that. I know. And he's just, he, I mean, he, I mean, you know, for me, Payet was the best player technically I've ever seen West Ham. He's on my 11. But Di Canio was the best player I've ever seen because you've got the technicality, but you've got the passion. And he had this sort of, yeah. he was like the a Venn lot. diagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. oh, I love him. Mm-hmm. Love him, love him, love yeah. him. Yeah, so- but it's um and that and that's it. And that's yeah. the eleven. See, yeah. it wasn't too painful. We've been chatting for no. an hour. We put even no, realized no. we've been chatting for an hour. It's not. It's not too painful, and it is. It is across <laughs> a, a few, you know, a couple of different decades. But then, yeah, there are there are some special players on there. There are, and and mm. we've been very fortunate enough to, you know, even you had quite a few of these special players, you know, play at West Ham and. And it, and it's nice and, that, and you know you mentioned some of the other ones and people like Lomas and mm. stuff like that and mm. and and they all get a chance they all get a mention in the in mm. in the channel and I think that's really important because you know people will always pick Paolo and Dixie but too right but it's those yeah. as you said when you're talking about notable notable mentions honourable mentions rather yeah and 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 that's what it's all about you know I remember chatting to someone I can't remember what it was like right back and we were talking about. Mark Vivian Foe and <laughs> and, yeah. and that started the conversation of you know he was the blueprint for that sort of Yaya Torre Vieira mm-hmm. sort of big athletic mm-hmm. sort of central mm-hmm. midfield and then we went and then then this segue to talking about Big Sam because that's what he did he brought in mm-hmm. all these players yeah. and then we started talking about Papa Bupa Diop and yeah. Abdullah Fay and it's like where, uh-huh. and the army, where, you know, oh, the army, oh, yeah, oh, the army. Lo- yeah, yeah, loved him. I loved him as yeah. well, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then obviously, you know, that, that's the whole fun of these channels, and, and people, it's all nostalgic. And you know, the time where you know everyone moans about what's happening in the current state of football and yeah. stuff like that, it gives everyone an hour back to just think mm-hmm. about you know the journey we've come on, and you know, yeah. Christ, we we could not have a football club. No, no, no. You know, I know, and no yeah, one's so, right, so. you know, and no one's no one's eleven is is the perfect no, eleven. No one's in. Every, it's an opinion you know, based thing. Reasons, everyone's is it? slightly different. Yeah. As you said, you've listened to other people, and you know there might be nine of the same people, but, that, but Shaka, also for, Shaka made me laugh picking himself. <laughs> like, they, they, but then I'm, I'm not being funny. It's like you know, I, I interviewed people like John Pansil, oh. and I said, John, you're gonna put yourself. And he went, yeah, I need to bring my appearance fee up, you know. Yeah. And it's like, well, fair enough, you know. If you're, you know, it's like, you know, I've interviewed other people, people like Kenny Brown and stuff like that. Who haven't yeah, obviously picked themselves, oh, yeah. but uh, 
But yeah, you know, people like Maka and, and TC and obviously Tony Gal picked himself as manager, first team coach, captain, free kick and penalty taker. You know, and yeah. everyone has a giggle with it. You know, Dev picked himself yeah. and, and, and that's what I like. I just think, you know, people and, and, and what's interesting when you talk to the players over the fans, certain players crop up in the players eleven that mm. don't pick up in the fans. So for example, um Peter Butler. Peter Butler no. is oh, in no. almost yeah, of all of all of those like Mad Dog, I think yeah. Kevin Keynes. Yeah, but he was in all of their elevens. Yeah. Uh, and we and he hasn't appeared in many, if any, fans' elevens. Mm. Someone like Hayden Mullins in the modern era. Yeah. He's, he's appeared in I think Anton, I think Luke Chadwick put him right back just to get him in the team. And again, it's funny how you see it's like when you watch it, I mean, it must be the same with you. If I, you know, if I watched a football game with you, being mm. a, 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 a football player, you view the game very differently to the average fan. It just mm. it always it always does. It always yeah. happens like that. And um, that's what's much. quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, probably too, yeah, exactly. Honestly, <laughs> Analyzing uh, everything before it's, you know, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, Putting yourself bet. in someone else's position and of just, course. you know, God. Yeah, you would that's... do. You would do naturally, wouldn't you? No. But um, Claire, mate, it's been been yeah. it's been lovely chatting. Yeah. To you. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank it's been you brilliant. so much. Well. And obviously, thank you to everyone for for listening and watching. You know, like, share, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Um, and until next time, for me and Claire, take care. Come on, you irons! Oh, uh, you, you have to do it, don't you? It's like the macarena <laughs> or something like that. Isn't it? Someone does it. Someone says, "Come, <laughs> you irons!" We'll see. You. Yeah. Or the or the Wigfield dance. I was talk, teaching my daughter the Wigfield. Do- you know, you've got loads. Of, you've got TikTok nowadays. I was like yeah. TikTok. We were doing TikTok dances well before you. She's like, "What?" And then me and my wife did the, yeah. the Wigfield Saturday night dance, and we remember it like that. It was mental. Anyway. <laughs> On that rather random note, there we go, mentioned to Wigfield. You know, that's all good. Um, yeah. For me and Claire, take care, everyone. Stay safe. And we'll see you again very, very soon. See you, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.